0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Evening, everyone. We are live on loudmouthradio.com. It is a wonderful evening, as usual, for us to be broadcasting. You are listening to a live broadcast on com slash loudmouthradio. We hope that everyone is ready for a great show. Tonight It's Tuesday, The Bed Truth Love, My Sex and with Miss Ms. Jazzy Jones-Smith. And we have just come off an incredible weekend um, in which it has been a nonstop passage for us um, as a media network. I, I definitely can say that our, our fruits of our labor has started to really show itself when we had people um, reaching out to us and telling us that they're following things that we're doing and keeping us encouraged. And people don't realize sometimes how you can be so busy doing what you're doing that you get you, you have your days when sometimes you feel a little a little bit weary. And it's always great to be able to have feedback from the listening audience and people who are taking the time to find out what we're doing and what we're about and how we're trying to make sure our communities are aware of the things that's going on, from current events to hot topics to entertainment. Um, You know, we've been really dealing with some highly um, community, political, civil rights. You know, we've been dealing with the May Day Equality Initiative and it has caused us to really cross over a lot of communities in different cities and states. And um, you know, we just came back from being invited as a VIP guest with the Gay, Tybee, Gay Savannah Committee of Pride, and that allowed us to be able to uh, touch some other people um, in an area in which we have not have um, have had a lot of interaction with as a radio network. So for us to see our progression into communities like Savannah. And I just want to say thanks to Agape Empowerment Ministries, Pastor Candace Hardin, Evangelist Erica Majors, um, Miss Betsy, you know uh, their their entire ministry team, the congregation, Muse Arts Warehouse in Savannah on Louisville Road. Um, we came in Sunday for uh, some time period um, to get an awesome message from Pastor Candace, and it was so on time. And, uh, you know, the, the congregation was just so warm to us, and we were just so grateful, so thankful for those spirits and that energy and the synergy that we've come to find in this extended family. And, um, you know, we just want to thank everyone um, with Gay Savannah, Gay Tybee Island. Their committee itself was just amazing. You know, thanks to Angie and Riley, LJ, Rick, um, all those guys down there. We made some new friendships, so I think it's good. It's it's always good to be able to um, come into a week like this week, coming off such a strong, impactful um, opportunity to represent. You know, Metro Atlanta. You know, we were there uh, as a guest for media for Live Mouth Radio, and we'll also be honored for our marriage equality initiative, Mayday George Equality. So needless to say, um, this show itself is available for people to call in on our studio lines live at 347-826-7520 feel free to contact us. We'll be live on air for however long Jazzy feels that she wants to talk about this very important topic. We're also available on social media at loudmouth, at L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H, as well as at Loudmouth Radio on Twitter and on uh, Facebook at Loudmouth Radio. Feel free to use the hashtag The Truth while we're on the show tonight so we know that you're definitely talking and commenting about the show as we're talking live. And we're also going to encourage you to use the hashtag Bringing Back our girls, bringing back our daughters, um, bring back our daughters, bring back our girls, um, which is definitely going to be in correspondence with the show tonight that Jazzy has for you. So without further ado, I'm going to bring your host in for the evening, Ms. Jazzy Jones-Smith.
0: Good evening, good evening everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers. On loudmouthradio.com, we really appreciate you as we always do every Tuesday joining us here at 8 p.m. Because I know, as I'm sure you are well aware that you could be doing anything else on a Tuesday, but you decide to tune in and join in and have conversation or either just listen in, and I really, truly appreciate it. Once again, we have the dogs here in the studio because we have been out and about, and they have been acting vicious. I'm telling you, they've been tearing up stuff. So we have to bring them along. We have to bring them along because they act we love out. them. <laughs> We love them, and so we want to always make sure that we're loving our family, our community, and our global community. So sit back, put your feet up, grab your favorite choice of beverage. Mine usually is coffee or tea. Tonight I'm having coffee because I didn't have any in the morning. And I'm getting ready to pour that into one of my favorite mugs because, as you know, I love mugs. My producer is um, making noise in the studio. You're on my show. I'm going to need you to stop making all that noise in the background. Thank you so much, producer ma'am. I really do appreciate my producer who is now also my wife. I am very blessed and very fortunate to have a working relationship with a person that I call my best friend and allows me to have a fantastic forum and a format on this um, network. Loudmouth Radio is a growing Growing, growing, I'm, I'm always calling it a tiny, tiny, but you know what? We are that pebble in the sea, but one pebble on the beach, one little pebble of sand put together with more sand pebbles makes a great big beach that we get to enjoy and put our feet in. And so this is what this show is. It is a little pebble on a great big forum of network radio, um, internet radio, and journalism and news but we are able to bring a strong punch because we partner up with great media partners. We partner up with great other um, networks and radio shows like Meek Productions, Hi, Miko, um, Betty Covertier 89.3. We partner up with so many people that I could just continue. The, the list goes on and on and on. But we're very fortunate we're very blessed because, we're able to join together our voices and make those voices be heard. And we really appreciate you listening in and allowing us to bring you news, entertainment. Hopefully we are able to inspire you, empower you, and entertain. Tonight I hope that we will impact you with what we're going to um, inspire to bring to you tonight. And that is a story that most of all of you and us together collectively have been hearing about, and that is our beloved daughters of Nigeria that has been kidnapped. We know that it's been all over the news, and some may even say that, okay, already, we've heard enough, but in all actuality, we have not heard enough. Matter of fact, we've heard it way too late. And this is the outrage, and this is the stories that I want to talk about tonight, And hopefully we'll have many of you call in. And know some of you are already listening. And for those that are, again, thank you. But we want you to lend your voices and call in and talk about what's happening in Nigeria. And furthermore, my bigger concern is not only what's happening in Nigeria, but what is happening around the world concerning this horrendous human trafficking. And this is near and dear to myself as well as our producer because we are advocates for Youth Spark here in Atlanta. And for those of you that know about it, kudos for those of you that don't. We definitely will attach that information because we think it's relevant for this evening's show. But Youth Spark is an organization that trains, talks about, puts the information out, works in the field, works tirelessly um, to make sure that we are aware of sex trafficking and human trafficking here in the states. Oftentimes, as we are going to speak about tonight, we will hear about human trafficking in other countries, and we will be appalled, and we will be, you know, just totally shocked at the horrendous crimes against our children, against our women predominantly, against our men, and just against communities at large in other countries. But oftentimes we don't realize that it is right here in Georgia. We don't realize it's right here in the United States. And so we are advocates to get that information out. So this story definitely, once we finally got wind of it, um, which was slow like the rest of the world, we had to bring this show on because we are about equality. We are about justice. We are about what is right to do. Um, We really do work very diligent to make sure that we are living as best as possible. And as, as a pastor said to me years ago, don't try to be right, be righteous. Do the things that are right to do. And so when we make errors, we work very diligently to correct those and live a better life so that we can be impactful to ourselves as well as the community at large. So we wanted to bring this show because, once again, it is important to us, and it should be important to you. We are appalled like the rest of the world because it has taken three to four weeks of this happening for the world to hear about it. It started to slowly seep out, and when it started to slowly seep out, it crawled. It did not move with locomotive speed. It crawled to get to the national attention. I must tell you, just like most things that are happening now, social media is the reason behind it going full stream locomotive, uh, you know, express. Because what will not happen with one person sharing it in a little community will happen when one person shares it to another person on the Internet, from Nigeria to London, from London to Afghanistan, from Afghanistan to Georgia, from Georgia to North Carolina, from Florida, and so forth and so on. It has moved swiftly, and it should have. You're talking about 200-plus girls that were kidnapped from school. That is outrageous. It is outrageous. I'm telling you, I am a mother. I have had four children. I have five grandchildren. Collectively now, my wife and I share this family, this village, and the thought of all of our children being taken at one time when we have sent them off to be educated is unthinkable. Honest to God, it's unthinkable. And so like many mothers and fathers across the world, aunts, uncles, cousins, we all have a relationship of some form. Just, you know, my friend, think about it. Think about your friend's child being taken, how you would feel about it. When we act indifferent, which most of us really that have found out about it, really we have not acted indifferent. But some of us are kind of like, oh, yeah, I heard about it. Very nonchalant, like, okay, yeah whatever, we have become so numb to things that, have, that are not right. We have become so numb to kidnappings and shootings and drugs and politicians doing the wrong things and inequalities and of all sorts that we sometimes take that information like, oh, yeah, well, that happens all the time in those countries. I've even heard people say, Oh, yeah, that's Nigeria for you. That's a messed up country. They're always doing something horrible. And guess what? Even though a country may have some corruption, and Nigeria does have some corruption, they do. I'm going to be the first to tell you. I have firsthand experience from my past with a lot of the corruptions of the government. But that does not dictate the entire state of mind of every Nigerian man or woman. So let's be careful. And let's be cautious about how we speak about something as a whole. Yeah, all of Nigeria. Well, that's ridiculous. That's just like saying all of America. First of all, we don't know all of America. We don't know all of the people in Nigeria. So we cannot speak on Nigeria as a whole, but we can speak on the government's corruption and the lack of concern that is now going forth with the people of Nigeria's children. When you have a leader saying to you, oh, well, it wasn't this, and the and the stories are many, so I can only uh, speak from the stories that I've heard, speak from the stories that I've read, because even though we report the news and bring the news to you, if we're not there, we can only go by other news members in the media field to go by. So we cannot, you know, be politically correct if we have not been there or if we're not the ones that are, are seeing it eye to eye. But when you have statements saying, oh, no, the girls weren't taken, then you come back and you hear, oh, well, the girls were taken. Well, it was only 100. Well, you know, they, they escaped, as in all of them. Then you hear 200. Then you hear 274. Then you hear 300. And, I mean, the stories just go on and on and on. And so you're, you're very cautious about what to believe, but your president, his job first, is the security and the safety of his country. The security and the safety of his country, meaning the people of the country. Children are people. And for the lack of urgency, the lack of urgency that we have seen as a nation is appalling. I'm going to be the first to tell you I am just so disappointed with what has taken place, or the lack of what has what has needed to take place, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And we have seen a nation rise up. We have seen nations around the world rise up and say, "No way! Bring our daughters back. Bring our girls back." I did a hashtag today, um, and, and both of those are hashtags that. Um, and for those of you that don't know what the hashtag does, it helps you brand the company, brand the idea, brand the thing, the thoughts, whatever it is, and it helps once put in to social media. Um, social media helps to push that message. So it's been, I think, as of earlier today, a million or more now, I'm sure, because, you know, that was early in the day, a million people so far, plus, have hashtagged bring our daughters back, bring our girls back. And the hashtag is that little number sign that is put in front of um, a statement. So it helps to build momentum, idea, visibility, and branding of the word, a slogan, a business. So for us, putting that in, every time you see it all over uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and your emails and on a poster, it is helping us to subliminally catch the visibility of those girls being missing and the action itself. So it took social media to push that, push that, continually pushing it for entire nations to take hold of it and to... Make this more than it is for the government. Now, I wanted to say when I first found out about it, and I have hesitantly heard about it on Facebook, and I was like, what is this person talking about? You know, They actually were talking about something that shouldn't have been as important as the girls missing. And when I initially saw it, I was like, well, what are you are talking about? And I can't even remember now what it was. But whatever it was, it was... It was rather important, but then they said what should be happening is that we should be facing the leaders of the Nigerian government as well as the United States, since we always want to put our nose into something, and the U.N. We should all be putting our attention to the over 200-plus girls that were kidnapped. Okay, so, you know, me being the nosy little girl. I go and look it up, and I almost hit the floor. I couldn't believe it. I'm saying, why haven't I heard about this? Why hasn't this been mentioned? Then I had to step back and go, well, we've been busy, as you heard a producer say when we first started the show. We've been covering so much. We've been going so much, and we've been doing so much. However, if this were a celebrity getting a divorce, I would have already heard about it in the car, on the news. As I'm driving, it would have broken on Pandora, YouTube, something. I would have already heard about it. Why has it been so slow to reach the masses? Why did it take social media to bring it to our attention? This is what I'm outraged about. Is the human life of a little black girl in Nigeria so valueless, so worthless, to their own government, their own leaders, this is where the corruption to me comes in. It's not the whole, it's not the entire group. It's the leaders who are representing supposedly the entire group of people that are not leading their government correctly, in my opinion, that are not giving the care and attention to girls, to young girls, young as 9 through 18, I believe. You care so little that you would lie and say, no, they were not kidnapped, that you would lie and say, no, they, they all escaped. To this day, your story is in Nigeria, which for what the stories are, where the girls were kidnapped and taken, the village that they were taken to from the reports, then there's several different reports, but it's not that far from where they were. So you are saying to me the entire army and and leaders of the government of Nigeria are telling me we don't know where the girls are, but all of these individual stories are coming through saying where the girls were kidnapped and they're being taken to Cameroon and Chad and different places that are close in the area, that they're in another village, that, you know, these terrorist groups and these Islamic terrorist groups And I'm not saying that all of Islam is terrorist So please don't quote me in saying that I am not here to dispute Your belief in Islam I'm not here to dispute You being a Muslim because I have very good Muslim friends I am not here To do any of that but what I am saying is That the Premises and the basis Of what you are standing on as A terrorist to say that a woman has No value or her Value is twelve dollars and that she should be a slave to men, something is wrong with that picture. And that is not what Allah stood for. Not in the Allah that I read about, and know. So I am appalled. I am outraged. I am upset about it. And so I should be. Because as a mother, as an aunt, as a sister, as a friend, That should never have taken place, and it still should not be taking place. Now, we're going to read you some of the stories. We're going to actually play some excerpts from some other fantastic reporters that have been following this story, some that have been actually in Nigeria, and some that have just done correspondence with other people who are there. We're going to bring that back to you in just a few minutes, but we're going to stop right here because we want to take a break and allow our media partners to... Come on and tell you all about their businesses because we love them and they love us back. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Insurance Associates Atlanta, formerly Mathis Insurance Services, is an independent agency offering personal, commercial life, and health insurance products, to meet the needs of your business and your family. We specialize in helping you protect all of your assets, whether you're purchasing insurance for the first time or searching for better products at a better price. Feel free to contact us at 770-483-0310. We're conveniently located at 1030 Remington Drive in Conyers, Georgia. Visit us online at insurance-iaa.com. It takes great content and the right media branding mix to deliver a great service. Here at Loudmouth Radio Network, we intend on doing both and exceeding our own expectations. Advertising on loudmouthradio.com provides you a cost-effective vehicle to brand your business repeatedly, providing you packages that consistently announce your business without breaking the bank. Despite the traditional high price tag that traditional radio brings, it makes sense to become a media partner with Loudmouth Radio that provides you an already built-in multimedia campaign to push your brand out. Make sure you contact us today, and any of our specialists with Loudmouth Media brand will be able to help you get out further. Contact us today at 706-363-3895. And don't forget, visit us online at loudmouthradio.com. It's time. It's open enrollment for Atlanta Preparatory School of the Arts, where education is the foundation. We have two convenient locations in the Metro Atlanta area ready to serve you, at 10 Friendly Hills Drive, Suite B, in Decatur, Georgia, and our newest location at 2321 Bodacrest Road, Atlanta, Georgia. Our convenient office lines are available for your needs at 678-974-2282. Sign your child up today with accepting infants up until the age of 12 years old with after-school programs, open enrollment, summer camp, and more. The bare truth, love, life, sex, and flowers with Miss Jazzy Jones live on Loudmouth Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome back.
0: Um, I love that little cut. My oldest son Jermaine Jones gave us that little intro music, and he is um, working seriously to become this master beats producer. And so, that was his little first little introduction to his his equipment. So we love. Love, 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 new beginnings, and we despise not our small beginnings. So thank you so much, Jermaine Jones, for giving us that little intro. I am back talking with you about the outrage of what's happening in Nigeria with our kidnapped daughters and our kidnapped um, girls. I wanted to kind of bring you the um, the information that we have gotten from some of our other reporters out in the field and it's just, you know, I hate to even read it, I hate to even see it because it continually um just makes me angry. But nevertheless, I wanted to just kind of bring this to you. And if I don't pronounce all of the names correctly, please forgive me because sometimes it's a little tough to 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 say the names and so but anyway, a man claiming to be the group's leader, Abukar Shakul, I think it is, or Shaquille Um, appeared Monday in a video announcing he would sell his victims. Now, these are our kidnapped daughters, that somebody has the audacity. This is when you have absolutely just no heart about you. Um, But that he would sell his victims. The video was first obtained um, by Agis France, per se, I believe it is. I abducted your girls, he says. I will sell them in the market by Allah. According to a CNN translation, from the local Hausa language, there is a market for selling humans. Allah says I should sell. He commands me to sell, and I will sell women. I sell women. Again, when we started this out, we were telling you that we represent or advocates for uh, Youth Spark here. And guys, it is still happening. It is still present girls and women are being sold all over this world like they were cattle, like they were sheep, like it was, you know, the next pair of shoes. The value for our daughters, our girls, our women are little to none. And this is a representation of what takes place, of what happens as if it's just nothing. It's so sad. It is so sad. But Boko Haram's name means Western education is sin in nearly an hour-long rambling video he repeatedly called for an end to western education so the one of the main reasons beyond the fact that he just thinks women have no value is that women should not be educated it has long since been taboo for women to be empowered In a lot of these other countries, I won't call it third world. I have never liked that that terminology in the first place. But I'll say in other countries, women are taught to be subservient. They're taught to be less than. They're taught to be um, the lowest thing on the totem pole. But what is so ironic is these same women are cooking, cleaning, walking, carrying bowls on their heads and working from sun up to sundown. They're keeping the families together. Matter of fact, when the girls were taken, they were commanded to cook. They were commanded to take care of their captors. Now, just imagine, if you will, if I have no value, if I have no worth, but I'm able to cook for you, then I'm, that means that I'm able to feed you. I'm giving you life-sustaining abilities. So, it's ridiculous to even think I have no worth if I'm the one who, matter of fact, I'm the one who birthed you. I'm the one who gave you life and carried you and produced you, and then you turn against me and think of me as nothing. How ridiculous. I'm telling you, I know where to be born. Even though I love to travel, I knew what line to get in and what parent to come to, and then now what parents and family to choose to be around and to saying because that is absurd. Nevertheless, the the, the um, article continues to say, girls, you should go and get married, she said. In her statement, Pelé condemned the violent abduction of the girls. According to their account, armed members of Boko Haram overpowered security guards at the school in Nigeria, yanked the girls out of bed, forced them into trucks, the convoy of the trucks then disappeared into the dense forest bordering Cameroon. Can you imagine? Uh, it is uh, Anyway, Pele has con- contacted Nigerian President Goodluck Jonathan and urged the government to take all necessary measures to ensure that the girls are freed, her statement said. Pele, along with three other African United Nations women leaders sent a letter reminded the Nigerian government of its legal responsibility to ensure that girls and boys have the fundamental right to education and to be protected from violence, persecution, and intimidation. Then I, do I need to read that again? They have the legal right in Nigeria they have the legal responsibility as leaders to ensure that girls and boys have the fundamental right to education and to be protected from violence, persecution, and intimidation. Nigeria's finance minister said Monday, government remains committed to finding the girls, but should have done a better job explaining the situation to the public. You think, do you think, You should have done a better job. Uh, Yes. Have we communicated what is being done properly? The answer is absolutely no. The people did not have enough information. And this comes from, let me see, can I pronounce this? (laughs) It's told CNN's Richard Quest, the story says. It's difficult to release information about the search for the girls because you are dealing with people that you don't know, and you don't know what they might do to the girls. This kidnapping has sparked international outrage, which is why we're even having this on our show tonight, because we're outraged. We are. We are outraged. Much of it is expressed on Twitter with the globally trending hashtag, bring back our girls. Do you see what I'm saying? Most of this this is coming from c n n reporters and reporters in Nigeria that are saying most of the outrage has come from twitter social social media. For those of you that don't think, well, you know nothing happens on social media oh i don't need to have a, a twitter page I don't need to have a facebook page I don't need to have instagram i don't even need to be on that. All we need to do is talk on the phone. All we need to do is, you know, be face-to-face. Well, that is good for many reasons, and for other reasons like this, you better hope that you have a Facebook page if something happens and you need that information to get out to somebody else for you to get some help, for you to get some response, for you to get notification. Sometimes what has been created in this newest technology age, and I mean, I'll be 47 in August. I had to catch up with the same kind of usage. I didn't think I needed any of these. I was still like, what do I need this hashtag for? Why do I need to do this? Well, this is the reason why, because it has now taken social media to make this huge as it should have been from its own government. I mean, it's insane. It is absolutely insane. I will sell your girls. I will sell them because they need to be sold. This is insane. This is absolutely insane. We have so many other stories that have been coming through. We heard even earlier today that the parents don't even want to put their children's faces out to the public. Like they have not wanted to show pictures of the girls that have been kidnapped simply because they are fearful that if they do that, then um, the captors will then hurt the particular girls that they're showing. Like, if I wanted to show my daughter to say, somebody help me find her. If you've seen her, please, you know, let me know. If you know, you know, if you've seen her escape maybe, because some of the girls did escape, and we do have the stories on that, and I'll I'll bring that to you as well. But some of the girls escaped, got away, and came back to tell their story of, of what took place. And... The other parents are frightened that if they put the pictures out, that the captors will begin to punish them and, and single them out. So it has just, oh, my God, it has just been one of those things where what do you do as a parent? What do you do as a parent? We are just now getting some information that, says, in Abuja, Nigeria, armed extremists in northern Nigeria have carried out another brazen kidnapping of young girls. The United Nations Children's Fund and local officials said on Tuesday, adding to the international uproar over the abduction of more than 200 girls' fees from the school in the same part of the country last month. That's right, last month. The first one has has gone on. Details of the additional kidnapping, this is insane, came as the Obama administration announced that it had offered to help Nigeria's president, good luck Jonathan, find and prosecute those responsible for the April mass abduction, which has traumatized Nigeria and garnered attention worldwide. This is insane guys. I am I'm reading this as it it's coming out right now. Jay Carney, a White House spokesman, told reporters in Washington that military personnel and experts in hostage negotiations were included as a part of an assessment team that was offered to Mr. Jonathan in a telephone call with the Secretary of State, John Kerry. We've been following this all day in the last two days, so this is is the additional information. In addition, the State Department issued an update warning to American citizens admonishing them to avoid non essential travel to the parts of northern Nigeria due to the risk of kidnapping, robbery, and other armed attacks. Now, we also know it's been several murders in that area as well. UNICEF said that the second kidnapping involved at least eight girls who were seized in their homes in Borno State to prevent them from attending school. It called the latest abduction an outrage and a worsening nightmare for the girls themselves and for the families of more than 200 girls who were stolen from the communities in the last several weeks. Manel Fontaine, UNICEF's regional director for West and Central Africa, said in a telephone interview that the information was obtained from the agency's contacts for the area, which has been riven for years by attacks on villagers and schools by the Islamist group, Boko Haram. The leader of the group, Abakur, has claimed responsibility for the mass abduction last month in a newly released video in which he vowed to sell the girl for slaves. When I tell you this situation in Nigeria is difficult, it, that, that's not even, this is not even a word. Difficult, ridiculous, absolutely insane. I'm not really a person of war. But it, I just find it so—it's so disheartening, to say the least, when we can go and bomb. This, this, this was my thing. This, this was my thing. Okay, I'm not a war person. But if we're going to do war, if this were oil, if all of these little black girls were you know, a dollar amount of oil, we would have already taken over the whole state, a whole country of Nigeria. We would have already gone in with bombs. The UN would have all agreed, England, everybody would have came, France, everybody would have just said, yep, we got to go in, we got to kill, we got to shoot them up, we got to blow up because we need to go and protect the land, and the land would have been a representation of money of some sort. But because these are human little girls with black faces, now, I'm not a black or white girl. I don't get into the whole the white man, the black man. I don't do that because it's not necessary. You know, there are some facts that I can never get rid of, but there are some unfacts. The fact remains that in this Western society, as well as other places, when a black child or a black person goes missing, we are less likely to give hard concern as a whole, not the parents, not the people who are closest to them, but as a nation, nobody goes crazy when the little black kids go missing. But when the white kids go missing, known fact, now this this is a known fact. This is not Jazzy being racist, okay? This is a known fact. But when white girls, white kids go missing, the entire world begins to hold, you know, um, candles up and they hold night vigils and they pray and, you know, posters are everywhere and news picks it up and and everybody is outraged and the pouring of, of time and concern go into finding just one. But here, three weeks later, and now eight more girls as of today that we're finding out just now, when they go missing, it takes social media to tell the world that they go missing and now we're outraged. But if it was something that caused us to become rich, we would have already blown up the whole country. We're just now leaving Iraq. We're still in Afghanistan, and, we're, and God knows only where we're going to be next. So I applaud our president for sending help, but at the same time, I'm just, I think I'm dumbfounded at why we're moving so slow. I think I'm equally... Outrage of how slow the government in Nigeria has moved on this behalf. It is doing more than just tearing up Nigeria. It has really cast a shadow over the Nigerian people as a whole, who, as I state and will state again, we cannot blame the government's leadership, even though, yes, we do vote and, yes, we do put our leaders into. Office, just like here, we believe in the things that our leaders say. And once they get into office, nine times out of ten, those things that they did believe in or they spoke on change. They change for many reasons. They change because once you get into leadership, you find out you're actually not the one that controls the leadership. But now you have to play the the good old boys game, and that's who you know and who knows you and what they want to do for you. X Y Z. Okay. Then half the time you were not true with what you said in the first place, and the other. Other times you fight, you fight, you fight, and realize that a lot of the things that you're fighting for, you don't have enough allies to fight with you. So politics is a game. It is it's, it's a tough place to be, but it is necessary since that is how we have dictated and decided that we want our our world to be ran by leaders. And so we trust that the leaders are going to do what they say. We trust that they're going to protect and keep us safe and our children safe and allow us to have the pursuit of happiness as individuals and families. So as a whole, the leaders of that government, the leaders of that country are making all Nigerians look horrible. They're making all Nigerians look horrible. All Nigerians are not horrible. I will say that to you one more time. All Nigerians are not corrupt. All Nigerians don't lie. All Nigerians don't steal. All Nigerians don't want to shoot up and kill our children, so let's be mindful. Be mindful of that. We have to really, really pay attention to the fact that we have hurting mothers and fathers. There was one man, we heard one story, one father, when they found out um, that the children, I think once the story came out that the girls were going to be sold into marriage, he fainted, collapsed. This is a father hearing about his daughter, his princess, who is to be queen going to be so yes Sonny, thank you um but finding out that his child now for those of you that are not close with Nigerian families sweetheart they don't play when it comes down to their children they Yeah, love the culture itself the, the culture is thick it is extremely thick and so it is important for us to know that these families are hurting yes yeah. they're hurting they've lost their they children be. So, you know, I just want to make, make it really, really clear about how this is affecting them and how it is being something that is brought to them that um, is looked down upon um, on the entire nation. It's sad. It is really, really, really sad. And enough is enough. Come on, Nigeria. Come on. You can fight for everything else. You can do everything else that you want to do. Um yeah, rise know, up, got, rise up. I'm telling you, you have different, um I know some people don't like to be called tribesmen, but you do have different tribes that, you know, I'm better than you, you're better than me. And you got Yoruba that thinks they're better than evil. Evil thinks they're better than Alusa, and so forth and so on, and so you have all of these. I want to be the best. Well, be the best at finding your girl. Mm-hmm. Be the best at saying to your, your leadership, do you know, what you need you to know do what? to bring our children home.
1: Absolutely. You know, Jazzy, hopefully there's things like this that will help to break away the, show, the, so, the social disparities in regards to how you say. And we experience the same thing in the U.S., which mm-hmm. we classify lower class, middle class, upper class. And really at the end of the day, it's about people. It's about people, all people, nice. are all just people. And sometimes we get so caught up on the social class levels of what someone is. What's the difference from uh, a high middle class, uh, you know, classification of a child going missing versus a lower class inner city child going missing? None. It's still both mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the universe has a way of revealing certain things, and hopefully this is something that will help to bring this country into a better space. Because yeah, there is a high level of, of corruption uh, in government, in the way um, you know, as far as business dealings and things of that nature, um, you know the stigma. You know, unfortunately, there's some heavy mm-hmm, stigmas associated mm-hmm. with Nigeria, and yeah, you know, hopefully is. that they will. Yeah, hopefully that this will be a turn a cornerstone of a turning point for um, for these people because they they're attacking you know future mothers. You know, mm-hmm. countries, young girls yeah. that could be teachers, doctors, whatever it is. Um, and you know, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I've even been noticing that the you know, the linkage of this in regards to education. Um, matter of fact, last week we had the show with um, the Sue Duncan documentary I had on my show last week, and the the lady that was there's a lady in the documentary that's from uh, she was from Ghana, Jazzy.
0: I think she's I think from Ghana. Was. Yeah. Yeah, she
1: was. And Mm -hmm. she spoke about coming to the U.S. because she wanted to have more for herself and that women are notoriously treated in Africa. And her children. Mm -hmm. And her children, especially if they're girls, to just be at home and doing social, I mean, doing laboral things and not really focusing on education. And now her daughter is doing academically superb um, right. because of the nurturing culture that Sue Duncan Children's Center has brought into her life. And, you know, that's why you just never know what person will cross over your path and be such a significant factor because there are exactly. cultural differences. Um, exactly. You, you know, know I, whether it's religiously I think, driven or not, you know.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's just, it, this is horrendous. But I think it will bring the attention on how important it is, even for our children here, to recognize how very blessed they are to be able to have yes, free education, yes, to be able yes, to walk education. into school and, mm-hmm. and to learn, to read, and to understand and to um, be able to put thoughts together and have camaraderie between boys and girls sitting in the same room and learning. You don't have right. that in other countries. These girls are being killed, murdered, raped. They're being married off by older men and dirty, okay. dirty. And when I say dirty, I mean with the intent of hurting them and not thinking of them right. as valuable. Simply because they are, yeah, simply because they're girls. These girls are being sent over into other countries. I was in Cameroon, mind you, I had to do some work years ago in Cameroon and I went outside and wanted to walk down the street and my um, translator grabbed me and said, no there is no, my, my translator and my taxi driver that were assigned to me doing this trip. No, you cannot walk down the street. You can't just go walking around because you will be abducted. You will be yes. raped. And, this, some bad and this, this is a grown is, woman. And this I'm, is, and I'm a grown woman. I'm a mm-hmm. grown woman. And, and here I'm... Too,
1: Jazzy? I'm going to say this, I'm sorry, I want to say this too because you just made a point that even when we're talking about the U.S. and how our people, our children are blessed, the other thing that is also extremely important that I don't think we take the time to recognize is that our schools, unfortunately, we do have crimes and things that do happen in our schools, but we also Mm -hmm. have to be grateful and thankful that we have security, that we have police officers, that we have you know, teachers, and um, faculty and staff that do look out for the children when they're on campus. For the you most part, even our bus far greater, yeah, far greater. Yes, yes. So the civic service yeah. people that are a part of the, the education system, and that's what I think we fall short on. in thought the education system for us extends beyond the classroom, and it's not just the teachers. Mm-hmm. It's the janitors. Mm-hmm. It's the cooks. It's the, you know, I, I remember having relationships built with the people that were in the kitchen oh my god yes yes i mean i had a surrogate mom at that was everybody's mama okay mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. if, for those children you, you know you never know you have all different types of kids and all different types of households represented in a school into a classroom and one kid, one kid might have 10 20 dollars they come to school with every day where she got a kid that's coming at that's really hungry that doesn't throw not one thing away in their plate and they could be still hungry. And then that one of those cooks in, those, in, in, in there develops relationships with the kids to a point where they can tell us, say, hey, you know what, baby, go ahead and have another apple or here's another mm-hmm. banana. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? so we just really need to become more conscious about what community means. Yeah. You know? Well, let me just so read let me say. read
0: this cuz I'm okay. I'm so I'm blown that it's another kidnapping that has taken place while in the midst of this. Um Tamba Tata, a local official in Guaza, another town in in the area offered further confirmation and additional details of this latest kidnapping, although his accounts differ a little bit from previous um information. Mr. Report. Tata said 11 mm-hmm. Mm Mm-hmm, said 11 girls 12 to 15 years old. Now, see, earlier we got eight girls. He said 11 girls 12 to 15-year-olds have been abducted from two villages, Warabi and Wala, on Sunday night by members of the Boko Haram. (laughs) He said that the kidnappers came then armed with AK-47 rifles, but they had not shot anyone but seized grain and livestock from villagers. While they abducted the girls, they were hurled into 18-seater buses and fled. The gunmen only warned the villagers against alerting any security personnel on the abduction of the girls. They promised to deal with anyone that violated their orders. These accounts contradict other other reports that have, have come out, though. You know, so this is one of the things and that so gets this on is my mind. They,
1: they, they are still in fear of, of their are own lives. They still in
0: fear, yeah.
1: Yeah, they don't want to be shot. God,
0: they don't want Because, see, this is the thing. This is what we have to remember. These people have been doing this for a while. They don't care whether you're Christian or Muslim. They come up with their own beliefs of what Allah says.
1: And their own actions.
0: Been, mm-hmm. And their own actions. So they've been killing children, men, women. They don't care, girls, boys, Christian, Muslim, whatever. If they believe that it's being said through their own minds, their own thoughts, or how they have interpret the Quran, or or whatever, they just do whatever they want to do. They do what wow. they want to do, and so because you have such a corrupt government and even corrupt police, you don't know who to trust. So you don't right. know who's protecting who. Are you kidding me? You can pick up girls and go into another village that's next to your village, but you telling me you don't know where my child is? That is insane. That's like me stealing my my. You know, filling something here in in Stockbridge, and then taking it over until locusts grow. But I don't know where they are. But everybody telling me, well, they over here, but I don't know where. No way. Well, no way. Somebody saw no something, that, but that's that's, yeah, that's still everybody a fear knows something, that's, but, but they're still in fear because this is a shoot 'em up. This is a Salter terrorist group.
1: Um, but you know what's sad, then, Jazzy, And this this is the sad part about it. When you say other accounts, it gets to a point where you start to wonder if all the publicity is encouraging even more stupidity. You know? To where Well of course these it does. Of course it does because Yeah. Of course it does. And, it's uh,
0: not no, no, it's the same group. It's the same group saying that they're doing it. The thing this is the thing. It does provoke more because they draw off the attention. If they didn't draw for, off of the attention, they wouldn't be making videos to send it to get the attention. Right? You see what I'm right. saying? So right. it does True. not matter. They're excited about the attention because who cares if you if you didn't want attention, you wouldn't tell somebody I did it. You right. just go do it.
1: You were known up to it, right. You right. were known
0: up to it, but you it's were like happy about it. A you glo- killer. yeah. You were glo- like in it. And yeah. they said that the video see they of course they can't show the entire length of the video that he sent, but they said that, that video went rambling on for an hour for you to tell that you took girls. Of course, that is a person who wants attention. And so mm-hmm. you have all of these stories now coming up. This is insane. Now, get this. You telling This guy and this group, this is what came from the U.N. Um, They said that, uh, let me find it. They said through a spokesman that the Jazz, can you check you know, the United Nations okay. High Commissioner for Human Rights said through a spokesman that Boko Haram will be held accountable for the kidnappings. Now this is the same group that's been doing this forever. Now all of a sudden they're going to be held accountable. Why? Because Twitter got involved. Because Facebook mm-hmm. got involved. You see that they've been doing oh, this. Yeah. They this have been doing this. Outrage. This is not new. But now, not just the country, because the country, not people have been dealing with this. Now, the entire world is saying, what is going to be done? Because we will fight over oil. Right. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm. What,
0: what's going to be done about this human, human, Circle okay, passes. black yeah. face? And I mm-hmm. keep saying that because a lot of times our black faces, our babies, our people are not taken care of because they are thought of to be less than. But they All warn right. the perpetrators that there is an absolute prohibition against slavery and sexual slavery me, in, in right. international law. That is against the law. But it's, it's so ironic. It's against the law. But how many of us? Are, how many people are being punished?
1: So who's, a, that who's means going to enforce versus, is the US? Is okay. it the UN? Okay. Well, the U.
0: This is the UN saying. Yeah, this is leaders from the United Nations High Commissioner. This is Navy Pillay, Pe- 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 I believe is how to pronounce her name. So this is coming straight from the UN. She says this means. Anyone responsible can be arrested, charged, persecuted, and jailed at any time in the future. So just because they think they are safe now, they won't necessarily be in two years, five years, or ten years' time. And the reason why like, those no, numbers there's no, uh, no love, uh, those, love, right there is no time limit. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. manager, the manager, director liberation. of the Amnesty Right International U.S. AIDS Identity and Discrimination Unit, which force, focuses on women's human rights. Said the abductions mm-hmm. reflected what she called yet another example of the ways in which violence against girls and women affects every aspect of their lives. So, you know me, Sonny. You know, for me, women and girls' issues are huge. People always uh, often ask me, why don't you really support things with men? Why don't you, like, even my yes. My Ball This Beautiful campaign is really predominantly for women. And I said, you know what, it's not that men don't need the encouragement. It's not that men don't need the Mm -hmm. support, but by Mm -hmm. far women and girls are treated as dirt. And if we don't use our voices to speak for them, then they're never going to be treated fairly. Men have a greater advantage than women do so we have to be a voice for those that have no voice we have to be a support for those that have a voice already but we have to be the actual voice for these girls who are already being Mm -hmm. kidnapped Mm -hmm. they cannot scream out because nobody's hearing them and if they hear them they're too scared to tell where they heard the voice do they have any idea what the girls are
1: being held
0: get this now get this you have Okay, let me give you the example again. We're in Stockbridge. Locust Grove is a couple of exits up, right? So right. you get your leader, your president saying, I don't know where the girls are. We still don't know where the girls are. The Minister of finances, we don't know where the girls are, right? But you have mm-hmm. villagers saying, but I know, I heard through the grapevine that the girls are in Locust Grove. So right. how in the then villages. can you say, I don't know where they are? How because can you say
1: that? that sounds like BS. That's some corruption BS. And that's that somebody exactly. It, it's got some essence of either a monetary uh, or a mixture of monetary as well as safety. Maybe they've they threatened yeah. threaten the leadership to a point where he's scared or whatever. I don't know. But, um, you know, because this is not a small action. For you to come in <clears throat> with AK-47s and you, you, you uh, that's bold. Um But see, but I this would imagine group is a soft terrorist. group. on high group. alert. Uh-huh. Yeah, this this
0: group is a softer terrorist group that is backed by Al Qaeda. When I say softer, I mean. It's not all out of al-Qaeda. It doesn't have Al-Qaeda. the strength of
1: the Taliban, al-Qaeda, Ar- Ar- Taliban but, but has, they, but have
0: been, they have been, and this is reports that I heard earlier still today, terrorists. that they
1: are still
0: right. getting a little support, like, yeah, go ahead and do that. But they're not outright saying, hey, yeah, that's who we are. They want their own right. claims. They to take it all so not yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. exactly. So, you know, again, this is an outrageous act. This is... <laughs> I mean, it's it's like, are you you serious? And you know this is near and dear to me because my grandson was kidnapped. So I know what it feels like to have your child um, or your family member taken and not returned, and you don't know where they are, and you don't have governments in other states that protect your children or protect your rights or protect the children. So Uh for me, this is insane. This is absolutely insane, and I am so happy that I have a voice on this format, and we have loudmouth radio to say, yeah, we cover a lot of local stuff, but this is the part that we talk about when we say, We are supporters of ourselves, we are supporters of our community, and we are supporters of our global community. This is global community, and we have to be concerned about it. We have to say, if it's nothing but a hashtag that makes a country listen, then I will hashtag. I will send out, bring back my girls, bring back my daughters. I started a hashtag today that says, I wear a crown for our girls. I wrapped my head in an African wrap in a symbolism to show this is important to me. Guys, when that song we play every week, We Are One by Black Coffee, it's because we are one. Do y'all hear me? We are one. This is a community that is connected only by human kind this is human blood that connects us to become one we all should be outraged we all should be upset about it we're going to take a break be right back and give you some closing remarks
1: insurance associates atlanta formerly mathis insurance services is an independent agency offering personal commercial life and health insurance products to meet the needs of your business and your family We specialize in helping you protect all of your assets, whether you're purchasing insurance for the first time or searching for better products at a better price. Feel free to contact us at 770-483-0310. We're conveniently located at 1030 Remington Drive in Conyers, Georgia. Visit us online at insurance-iaa.com. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network.
0: I tell you, we're back, we're back. Thank you so much for listening to loudmouthradio.com. We are really in a um, heightened outrage over here over the kidnappings of the Nigerian daughters and girls and now the new kidnapping to add insult to injury that has taken place. We are just, you know, in a state of shock with the rest of the world, but we're also angry. We're angry, and we should be angry. You should be angry. Um, I wanted to have so many of you to call in and talk, but I know that you know many things happen, and that's okay. You can always archive the show after the show is over. Go back and listen to the things that we talked about. Always comment, call, um, email us, text us to say that this is what you thought of the show, this is what you thought of the information that we we were able to bring to you. But I did want to let you know that many, many people have gotten together all over, and you hear our dogs in the back there. They're seeing and visiting <laughs> um, with the, with the neighbors in, in the studio. But nevertheless, we have had groups of people in London that have gotten together and said, um, "This is outrageous." In New York, in Washington, here in Atlanta, um, we had the girls who wore a crown and wrapped their heads to girls and women, and men that wrapped their heads and said, "You know, this is in support." of what's going on and knowing what we need to do. And guys, you know, sometimes you feel so helpless and you feel so very much like nothing that you can do or say can help the situation. But I want to admonish you one more time to hashtag bring our girls back or bring back our girls, bring back our daughters, hashtag that, put it on Twitter, send it across. I would even say to you, wrap your head, wear a crown with me, take a picture of yourself and send it to Radio so that we can show our solidarity for what's happening in Nigeria. This is outrageous, and we are very proud to to have our government finally stepping up to play, and um, we salute Mr. Carey, that is, I believe I said, yeah, I was going to say Secretary State and then I lost him, um, Who who has said this has to stop. We have to do what we need to do to be of assistance to the girls and to the families in Nigeria. So kudos for us finally uh, stepping into play. And I know sometimes we don't want to run too fast into something, but sometimes we need to run fast. We don't need men, grown men marrying our 9-year-olds. We don't need them marrying our 12-year-olds because they were sold to me to be a wife. President Obama and other world leaders have condemned this mass abduction, and they definitely have said that they're going to do what needs to be done. The FBI, I know, was looking into what they needed to do, and then finally the word, um, the latter part of the day came that we would be going to assist the president there. My thing is, you know, unfortunately, and I guess I shouldn't feel this way, but it, it, it makes me angry when we go to assist somebody who does not want to assist themselves. This president is sitting back saying he doesn't know where the girls are, not moving fast enough, not moving swift enough to even, you know, eradicate this this wrong in his own country. But because these are children, we can't sit back. We have to go do something. And so, you know, granted, it's late. I do believe it's late. I'm mad about that. I'm mad that it has taken so long for us to make moves. But I am glad the moves are being made because, we cannot just continue to hear story after story after story about girls being kidnapped and then somebody putting a gun in their face saying, don't tell anybody. Come on now. Come on. We have guns. We have words. We have intelligence throughout the entire UN. So something needs to be done, and I'm glad that finally messages are being um, sent all across the world to say this has to stop, and it has to stop swiftly. I really, really, really want this to stop swiftly. So let's do our part, whatever it takes. Let's dig in. Let's write to our leaders here in our own country to say put the pressure on and continue the pressure coming so that we can get continual assistance from the United States. If you're in another country, do the same, but well, we have to do something. We have to continue to let our voice be heard so that our children can be saved. Remember, people, that we really are one. I thank you and I appreciate you for joining us this evening. Please write us, email us, call us, and let us know things that will be of interest to you because you know what, this is our show together. And though things are passionate for me, I want them to also be a passionate to you and for you. So always let us know what you would like to hear, what you would like to see happening. We do have some videos on Loudmouth TV, so check those out on YouTube. And just look forward to more and continual things as we go forward to build a better brand a better radio network we appreciate you 1001 1 million quadrillion i don't even know how to say billions and quadrillions but thank you thank you thank you for joining us this evening remember also as we started out the show telling you what we've been doing across the state and across other states that have now invited us may day georgia equality is for equal rights and marriage here in the south we are seriously strongly committed to that we are working toward bringing these into other states people have come to ask us to do that. Help us, support us. Follow us on Loudmouth Radio. Follow us on loudmouthradio.com, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and any other grams that are coming out that we might want to hook up with. Um, but just definitely look out for us to be where we need to be to bring you inspiring, empowering, and entertaining news. Thank you so much, and have a great evening.
1: Wake up, Africa! The time is now. Must we stand and wait? Wake up.